Hello, I'm Luca De Giglio, and this is the Web3 in Travel podcast, where you can learn about crypto, blockchain, and how the new internet will change travel. And we're back. I didn't do a podcast episode for over six weeks. That's what happens when you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to skip this week or yeah, I'm going to travel. So I'm going to, you know, try to find a couple of hours to do it. And then this doesn't happen, uh, mostly because, well, I wasn't traveling with my microphone. It's a bit too heavy. I was flying. I was busy with many things during my trips. Uh, I couldn't find silent places. Uh, you need a very silent place. And when you travel, it's not easy, etc., etc., etc. The year before, I did something smarter. Um, when I was in Thailand, I was in this, in this villa for a month. And I pre-recorded, I think, five or six episodes, which gave me the chance later to travel without worrying about that. I didn't do this this time, and that's why I, I couldn't do the, the podcast episode. So I'm sorry, I kind of promised myself to never skip a beat. And well, that's the proof that when you do it, it's it's when you, you know, you stop it. That's why so many people start, start blogs or podcasts and these things which need uh, consistency and they stop. It's so easy to stop and it's so hard to actually do it with constantly. This is episode number 75. I started in November 2021. So it's about a year and a half. I never really stopped. Let's say I took an holiday. So um, let's let's continue from, from where we left off. Uh, you, you may remember that I was doing a series of episodes on the NFT factory, uh, which is basically an idea I wanted to, to launch a startup. I wanted to launch it and I realized, no, I don't want to do startups anymore. Let me see if somebody needs this idea somebody can use this idea uh, and the idea of, of this idea is that I'm gonna give uh, an explanation of my project there's pretty detailed specifications and somebody may just use them for free uh, at least what you find in the podcast which is not going to be 100% of what's in the specifications or someone could buy an NFT which represent the rights to the idea I explained this in other episodes, so I won't repeat. In this episode, we will talk about the interface and the ecosystem. Uh, just before we go ahead, it's episode 70 and episode 71. If you want to start from the beginning, and this is episode 75. There were a few episodes in the middle uh, in which I didn't talk about that. So let's go with the NFT factory, the interface and the ecosystem. So in the interface specifications, there's a, a homepage, as I, I thought it could be done, but this is something anybody could do much better than me, so that's not very, very important. There's a, a page about forms. Uh, forms are the most basic input method for, you know, for creating an NFT. Hotels can simply create an offer and publish the NFT. There's no need for integration with existing systems. So forms are easy to create and there's no integration needed. It's like the easiest and quickest way to launch uh, NFT booking. Of course, it's not the most scalable, uh, but it's the easiest. It's the one you can use to, to start. 
So I got an example. There's a hotel uh, which replicates an existing offer they have on the website. So I can see a use case where hotels have offers on their websites. Um, presumably these offers are replicated on the broader market through software. And why don't we have the same offer, exactly the same offer as an NFT? And they, you know, they would instruct somebody in the back office to get this offer, fill in a form, and create an NFT. And the form, as I envisioned them, would be flexible enough to kind of represent any offer you already have in your hotel, right? For instance, if an offer is uh, valid between October and March, uh, you would be able to insert these dates and after these dates, the offer is not valid and so on. So again, this will be like the first way, the, the easiest way to create an NFT. And that's how hotels will maybe test the system. The next section is called validation on hotel websites. Once the NFT is created, the hotel gets a snippet of code to add to their website, which confirms the validity of the NFT. Why? Well, think about an NFT somewhere on OpenSea or in any other marketplace which says, you know, $1 night at the Hilton, New York. Uh, would you trust it? Probably not. Would you trust it if it says $1,000 night instead of $1,100? Oh yeah, that's that's more believable. And you buy the NFT and then you realize this, the, the, the emitter of the NFT was not the hotel. So we need a system for validation in which you know that this specific NFT has been created, minted, by the hotel. Now, the best way would be that the creator contract is the hotel ENS domain name, let's say hotelhilton.eth or whatever, right? But this is not going to happen at this stage. Hotels do not have um, ENS domains. What they could do is to add an HTML snippet in their website and basically link to the NFT and say, this NFT is valid. You click on it, you get to the NFT, and then if you buy it, well, you're buying the official NFT from the hotel. Unless, of course, somebody hacked the website of the hotel, but that's that will create a whole range of problems and probably the NFT is not the biggest one. So imagine you are in the offer page of the website of the hotel and there's a specific offer, plus there's a, a box which wasn't there before and the box says, this offer is valid as a transferable digital asset and then in brackets NFT or not. If NFTs would be still a toxic word, toxic word, you will not use it, otherwise you will use it on the website. Buy it and give it away as a gift or sell it on OpenSea. So, and then you click and you go to buy this NFT. Um, there could be more extended offers, uh, boxes with more text, etc. Maybe writing the smart contract address, uh, the idea of the NFT, uh, basically, the hotel has to find a way to, to best communicate this thing. Uh, it could be also very simple. Buy this offer as a digital asset and then there's a link to go and buy it. The NFTs are SVGs, which are images created by text. And the text which the user can read on the NFT cover, and I really like to use the term NFT cover because the NFT, as I said many times, but it's good to repeat, the NFT is not the image. This is a distortion 
which was created by the fact that NFTs have been used a lot in art. So when you buy picture or a, or a photograph, you're actually buying that thing. So the NFT is the image. But in most cases, spe specifically in cases like this, uh, the image is not the NFT. The NFT is the property title, right? In this case, property title of the offer. You own the NFT, you have access to the offer. Um, so the image represented as SFG contains the text which was inserted by the hotel in the form. So the hotel in creates a form, sorry, fills in a form and puts some text. And this text will be readable on the NFT cover. Uh, then it contains an EPFS link to it to make the proof immutable. Then it contains a link to the hotel verification page, both in the SVG and the description to make it easy for the buyers to verify. You know, maybe somebody finds this NFT on OpenSea and they want to validate, they want to make sure that it's, it's legit. There's going to be a link in the NFT, on the NFT cover, which they click, it takes to the hotel website and there they find the link back to the same page or the same contract or whatever we decide uh, is the best way. So either you find the offer from the hotel website or you find it from NFT marketplaces. In both cases, there's a link to validate that, right? So if you are in the hotel website, that's where it's validated. You have a link to go and buy. If you find it in the marketplaces, you have a link to check that this is a legit one. Will scammers try to game the system? Yeah, they could make a perfect copy of the NFT, link back to the hotel website, and someone may click this NFT, go to the hotel website, think it's the same, not realizing that it's a different ID or different smart contract, and buy the, the, the wrong NFT. Yeah, so we definitely need to make sure that in the hotel website, it's clear that the NFT you, you clicked from wasn't the same one. And this, at the moment, it's, it's based on the attention of the user. Uh, we can only hope that the user is careful enough because it's something new. It's an NFT. You're buying from OpenSea. Uh, you're spending a certain amount of money. You may want to actually check that the numbers correspond. It's a bit like when somebody pays you fake cash uh, in a dangerous environment. Like normally we don't check our cash if we know we are in a dangerous environment. Um, we probably double check it. So yeah, it's, it's definitely there's definitely some risk there, but the the proof is final. If the NFT in the hotel website has that number, has a smart contract, there's no way it's a scam. If it's different, it's a scam for sure. So a little bit of attention would solve that. Then there will be on the NFT there will also be a link to the website of the startup, which has all the NFTs which were created, and it's a double check. So it links to uh, a page, like a specific page for this NFT, saying yes, this NFT corresponds, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, that's what I could figure out so far in terms of security. It is uh, pretty sure, secure if people pay attention. If people don't pay attention. Well, if people don't pay attention, nothing is safe online, right? Um, the extra problem with NFTs here is that 
once the money is gone, it's gone. Once the, the crypto has been paid to buy the NFT, that's gone forever. While fiat word scams are different. Uh, I can steal a credit card number, use it. Um, there's uh, ways to get the money back in a way. It's a bit safer. Of course, this safety costs money because every time you pay with a credit card, there are big costs involved. They are hidden, of course, we don't realize them, but there's a lot of money lost in fraud in credit cards. Uh, but that makes it safer from the user, from the customer point of view, at least. Normally, this, the cost is, yeah, it's on the customer in a hidden way, but it's also on the uh, mostly on the merchant, especially with the risk of cashbacks. Anyway, yes, there are risks involved. This is a, a rough idea. It's still early. It can be implemented as it is, but I don't want to give you the impression that this system doesn't have any risks. Next uh, section of the specifications is our website, meaning the startup website. The Web2 website managed by the company will list all the NFTs for sale on the marketplace, making it easy for the buyers to validate them. It will show that this specific NFT was indeed issued by the specific hotel by linking to the validation page of the hotel and highlighting the importance of checking it. That's what I was saying at the end of the, of the previous uh, section. Okay, let's go to a completely new section, which is called the ecosystem. The NFT factory is a completely open and permissionless protocol, which may become the basis for a wider ecosystem of connecting protocols, apps and services such as payments, treasury, DeFi protocols, dedicated marketplaces, and so on. Uh, DeFi protocols, for instance, take the money of the sale and do something with it in DeFi. You could stake it to earn some yield, some interest. You could swap it for other stablecoins and a lot of other things. I mean, go back to the DeFi episodes I, I, I had to understand that once you have sold the NFT and you get some ETH or USDC, USDT or whatever, you can do many things with it. So there's a drawing, which is a bit hard for me to explain, but basically you have uh, a base of hospitality providers. They are using the web. On the web, there's blockchains. On the blockchains, there's the NFT factory protocol. And on top of the protocol, there's the NFT, NFT factory services. So marketplaces, exchanges, fiat, on-ramps or off-ramps, uh, meaning you can exchange your crypto for fiat or vice versa, payments, custodial services, NFT forms, PMSs, DeFi, etc. Okay, I think we're done. There's a few paragraphs and sections which I'm not reading um, just to keep a little bit out of the podcast. So to give some advantage to uh, anyone who wants to buy this NFT. Uh, there are some sections which I wrote, but they age very quickly. So I would add to the offer in case you buy the NFT uh, that I'm going to rewrite them uh, and update them. Things change very quickly in this space. So I don't want to sell you something which in six months is old. Uh, I will update it uh, once you buy it. So that's kind of part of my uh, advisory if you want. But yeah. If you buy this NFT, I'm going to sit down and spend some time to update the parts which are old, and there are some will be old, 
and also we'll add new parts. Okay, um, I decided not to create the NFT now, so you cannot just go on OpenSea and buy this NFT at the moment, because I prefer to have a different approach. The approach is that you like the idea, as I said, you just take it and do what you want with it. Or you say, no, I want to buy the NFT, I want to buy the rights to it and everything which comes together. And let me remind you what, uh, you officially acquired the idea from me. I will sign a document which gives you full ownership of the idea, uh, which also means, by the way, that I will not replicate it. So it's, it's basically a non-competing agreement. You can still listen to the podcast and develop it. I won't bother you, but I or others can say where you got it from. So that will be, if you decide not to reward me for this work, uh, well, Again, no problem. Actually, I'd be happy if you if you implement this, uh, but people will know that that's my idea at the beginning or some people will know it. Or I, and I have proof that I had this idea at this time, unless you had it before, of course. Um, then you get the written specifications, which I partially read in the podcast. And I will be your advisor for a certain time at certain conditions in exchange for some equity or tokens. Uh, that's why I don't want to do the NFT now. I want to be contacted, uh, I want to discuss the details and then I will do the NFT as a, as a kind of a contract plus the official contract, which probably we'll need anyway, because NFTs are still not the uh, only contracts uh, valid in the world and they probably won't be for a long time or ever. So yeah, this uh, completes our journey into this idea. I, I hope in some way, I, I was able to do something useful with it. Um, as I, would, I was probably saying at the beginning, I can't remember now, I had so many ideas in the years and I didn't realize many of them because I didn't have time or the capabilities. Uh, and it's a pity because somebody could have done something with them. Um, so let's see, maybe Web3 allows us a new way to share these things and a new way to monetize ideas. So if you want to discuss, uh, I'm on Twitter, now called X, at uh, Tripluca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A, or you can find me on LinkedIn or other places. And we can discuss this thing and then maybe maybe emit this NFT and you can start your, uh, your startup with that. As I was saying, that could be also interesting as uh, something which investors can point to, to their uh, potential Web3 startups maybe people pivoting or in general these in-depth analysis of a possible business case i'm pretty sure it can be useful anyway even if you don't go on to realize it so yeah that ends it i hope it was good okay before we close uh some news and some thoughts uh one news the news is always plural, so it's one news, I suppose, is that I will be speaking at the HAMA Prague, H-A-M-A Prague. It's the Hospitality as Asset Manager Association of Europe. And uh, it's, it's only open to professionals uh, in the hospitality sector. And the reason I'm going to be speaking there is because of this podcast. Um, this podcast, for me, has been mostly a way to, uh, of course, share what I've learned. Uh, that, that's the main reason, but also to kind of create authority around my person. 
uh, cement the authority uh, I think I have. I mean, I, I know things about this space and I've been into this space a long time and I, you know, the, the intersection between travel and uh, and Web3 is, is kind of my place. Uh, but the podcast has been, has proven very, very efficient in terms of uh, kind of reaching the right people. So in this case, I was contacted and uh, I, I decided to accept. Some of you may know that Prague is where I launched my Airbnb before Airbnb in 2001. So I'm always happy to go back there. I, I basically live there. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe I'm going to meet the owners I met in the railway station in 2001. And I worked with them 10 years before Airbnb came. Uh, but certainly I'm going to meet some hospitality professionals and, and exchange ideas with them. So that's one thing. If you're around Prague and you have access to this, um, and you want to you know meet me i'm gonna be there so it's h-a-m-a hypeneurope.org and this happens on the 21st and 22nd of september uh, now i would like to talk a little bit about the market conditions um crypto maybe at the beginning of a bull run um Bull runs never start with a bang. Uh, they start after an accumulation phase in which prices do not change too much. They go, you know, they stay for a long time around a certain price. I remember it before the last um, last bull run was forever at around four hundred dollars, and before was forever around two thousand uh, two hundred dollars. And it went up to reach over four thousand. Uh, now it's uh, it's in this range of about two thousand, and that's crypto for you. You know, even in a bear market, everybody thinks crypto is dead. It's at the bottom. It's a few times over um, the last accumulation phase, and in the accumulation phase is like five times over the previous accumulation phase. So um, now. What does it mean we are in the bull market? Buy everything you can and, and get rich in a year or two. Uh, no, this won't happen, unfortunately, because the beginning of bull markets are not only up. They go up and then they crash. And all over to the top, it keeps crashing. That's why it's so difficult to keep to keep in, to, to stay inside uh, the investments. Um, we may go so first of all since the beginning of the year things kind of doubled uh, bitcoin doubled ethereum doubled so we probably lost if you didn't buy anything when it was at the bottom something very hard to do you probably lost that chance uh, now is it going up uh, it's been going up for a while now it's stuck there and then it will probably crash again probably i don't know but uh we may be in a bull market in that sense. Uh, it's going to grow a little bit, crash, then grow a lot, stop, crash, in a very confusing manner. Now, these are uh, you know discussions about markets. Uh, it's not my, my core knowledge. But what does it mean for Web3 in travel? Well, it means that at a certain point, if you are the person in your organization who believes in this, um, and who had to kind of shut up for the last year or so because everything crashed and crypto was dead, you may, you may want to get ready for 
for pe when people are going to come back to you, knock on your door and say, uh, about crypto, didn't die. Eh? What's up with that? And you go back to being the genius instead of the idiot. Uh, we've been idiots for a couple of years, I would say now. We're going to be geniuses again. And so you, you may want to get ready. I don't know how you should get ready, depending on what you want to do. Getting ready is getting ready for somebody to come and knock on your door. And, and somebody knocking on your door at a higher and higher and higher level until the CEO comes and said, we got to do something with crypto. Uh, absolutely, this is the future. It's probably when you know you should sell all your crypto, by the way. Uh, but you have to get ready. It may be not too far. Uh, yeah, we probably have a recession coming. Maybe this year, maybe beginning of next year. But start working on this now. This is the worst moment to forget about crypto. This is the best moment to remember about crypto. Because what you have learned in the past cycle, uh, a lot of it won't be useful anymore. There are new things which you have to learn. And you learn them now, as I said many times. You don't have time to learn during the bull markets. So let's say that uh, ZK rollups or ZK EVMs become actually a thing, as they look like they are. Have you already opened a wallet? Have you already interacted with ZK Sync or ZK Stark or anything like that? No, do it now. You have time. It's quiet. Uh, gas fees are cheap. Learn now. So this is the moment in which you go back um, and kind of do a new deep dive as if it was 10 years ago. Nobody's paying attention. Only developers are, are developing. Everybody else is on AI or now superconductors or whatever, that's the time in which you invest your time in learning technologies which will be very useful in the next bull run. Again, you see, I'm not saying to buy anything. I'm saying learn. That's the real wealth in this space. And the things you can learn now are going to be very, very valuable. So don't miss this opportunity. This is uh, the moment. One thing, so often people ask me, okay, what can I do in crypto? And it's always really hard. We're going to do buy Bitcoin or do ordinals so hard, right? Uh, are you going to speculate? One thing I tell people is go to rabbit hole GG and do the quests, right? Every day there's a quest. It costs almost nothing. You get also refunded in gas often. Uh, do that. It's a good way for every day getting your half an hour of, of exposure and learn things. Now, don't do this uh, kind of without thinking just because you want to maybe earn airdrops. That's not the point. If one day one of those protocols is interesting for you, just go and, and dig deeper. Okay, so rabbithole.gg. Not the easiest thing uh, if you have never touched a wallet, but by by this time, I hope you have a wallet, or if not, anyway, start there. Um, start trying to do the quests, which um, which are easy. Don't do the hard ones. But Rabbit Hole helps you getting the rhythm, getting this thing done every day. Okay, you don't have to do all of them. Make sure you do at least one a day. Okay, thank you for listening. It's good to be back. And we're done. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more insights, follow me on Twitter 
at Tripluca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A. If you enjoy my podcast and want to support it, head on to podcast.webtreeintravel.com, tree is a digit, and mint an NFT. If you want to sponsor it, you can do it at the same page. I will mention you in the podcast and your name will appear on all donation NFTs for a while. Thank you and ciao.